Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Ned, you may have heard in the news a couple of times this morning that the Reserve Bank has announced it's going to be changing a few things. Yeah. Um, they're in fact going to be meeting to talk about who's running the Reserve Bank in the next few days. So that's, uh, that's one thing. These are some changes we already know about. Um, there's going to be a few different things, like they're reducing meetings. So meetings of the Reserve Bank are going to be reduced. Okay. Um, so that's... I guess good because that's surely that's less opportunity now for interest rates to go up. Isn't yeah, it? it's like let's just keep this to ourselves for a little bit longer. This particular one though is what I want to talk about because I love this update and I don't think it goes far enough. Okay, the governor. This is a new rule. The governor of the Reserve Bank will have to hold a media conference every time a decision is made on interest rates. Mm. So COVID style, we'll have to front the media every time. I don't mind this at all. No, neither do I. And the reason for it is having to go out and explain it. (laughs) Having to. Like, Mm. it's not an option. Because I know the governor's done some press conferences and that's happened and we have had things explained. But it being an obligation to go out there and explain your actions (laughs) every time, it's like, well, the medicine doesn't taste good, but we're doing it for the greater... You have to explain that every time. Yeah, I actually really, really, really like this because that's it. People are getting so frustrated and mad because I feel like there's a general sense of confusion as to what the hell is even going on? Feel like someone in the room knowing that they will have to be in front of a camera going, Tremendous hey, here decision. is what we all decided. Do we really want to do this this time? Yeah. Or do we we hold off again maybe till just next time? I just do feel like having someone who's going to have to be the face of whatever decision they make will make that person at least be like, no, let's do something for the people. Like, let's make sure that we fix some stuff. A couple of things I'd like to add because I think this is good, but I don't think it goes far enough. Yeah, what do you mean by that? First thing I'd like to add. Obviously, journalists in the room, media-accredited people at this media conference. But two to three, but no less than two, members of the Australian public that don't understand financial stuff also get to ask questions. And they get to ask the first questions. I love that. Yeah. Very good. It's that's, like, that's a rule? Yep. It's like the Reddit um, page. Ask me the, anything. Yeah. Yep. Or no, explain it to me like I'm oh, five. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. So yep. just be like, sorry, is this bank real or is it more of like a metaphorical Sorry, bank? What does CPI stand for? Yeah, that we yeah. get to go first. <laughs> yeah, Our yeah. questions get to go first. I like that a lot because then I'll actually watch. And the second one is more controversial, mm. but I think this is necessary. If you are going out as the governor of the Reserve Bank to announce interest rates are going down or they're holding steady, you get to pick how you present yourself to the camera. Mm. If you are going out to announce that you are putting interest rates up again and putting financial pressure on families that are already struggling, who are borrowing school supplies using afterpay, all that kind of nonsense going on in our day-to-day lives at the moment, Mm. you're you're announcing an increase, much like a wedding photo booth, you have to pick a wacky prop to wear Mm. while you do the press conference. Big oversized glasses, funny crown, little moustache, something. You have to pick a dumb prop to just ease the blow a little bit. Yeah. You have to go out there looking kind of stupid. I like that. I now, don't like the fact that they get to pick it. I feel like it should oh, be a decision, to, okay. decision by the general public yeah. of Australia as to what the person needs to wear. Photo booths of Australia, yeah. send your props to the Reserve Bank. <laughs> this is now a part of the rule. <laughs> Has your kid ever accidentally put a movie on that you would not have said yes to? What? I'm going to get yeah. that question out there right now because that's what this whole story is going to be about. Run us through what happened yesterday then. Okay. Here's the question I have for you. 
seven-year-old sitting in front of Netflix. Mm. He's been watching Shark Dog, uh, Gabby's Dollhouse, and quite frankly, Gabby's Dollhouse is an enchanting program about a girl who gets shrunk down to the size of a dollhouse, hangs out with a bunch of imaginary cats that she's made up. It's a great show. Uh, Anyway, the point here is not watching those things has gotten tired of a bit of kid stuff and has elevated it to... What movies are available on Netflix? The mind does often wander, especially when you're seven years old and you don't know things except for the things that seem like things that you're not meant to be watching. Every 25 minutes I was getting used to hearing, hey, Gabby, what you been? And then I was like, I haven't heard the Gabby theme song. Mm. He's not watching it anymore. What's he watching now? It's been four hours. I haven't heard anything. I heard a movie start. I heard the sort of the, the I think it was the universal intro, like the dun, 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 yeah. dun. And I was like, okay, all right. Spinning globe. Fine. Um, universal make like minions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, this some, could be anything. But yeah. then I heard what sounded like the start of like a romantic comedy. Like it was, it was like some 90s ska mm. like rock song. And I was like, what's this all about? I went in there. Owen Wilson was on screen. This is a bit of a guessing game for everybody listening. Owen Wilson was on screen. Can I guess already? Or would and you he's, like no, I'd like to okay, keep going. So yeah, yeah. I, and then like one final tales. clue. And then his partner in the movie, Jennifer Aniston, walked into the kitchen. And I went, oh, good God, oh, yeah. no. Oh, good God, no. It's you, Man Dupree. No. Wait, what? It's Marley and me. Oh. The seven-year-old, and we have two golden retrievers, was yeah. about to start watching the movie, and I don't care about this, this is a necessary spoiler, yeah. where the dog dies. The dog does The die. dog gets put down at the end of Marley and Me, yeah. and our seven-year-old was about to sit there and just start watching it. And honestly, like, obviously they do, like, there is a lead-up to it. You know what's coming. You know that it's dog, eventually going to be the, sad. The but dog is originally a puppy. They go through all the troubles of how to, how do we get this Marley dog under control. Well, it has then, your hook, line, and sinker. It's like reeling you in. Jennifer Aniston and... and Owen Wilson get married, they have a baby, and yeah. then Marley starts getting a bit older, and the movie's still got 40 minutes to go, so hang on, what's happening now? Boom, lethal injection, Marley's dead. Yeah, this by the way, it doesn't happen that insensitively. Absolutely. <laughs> I was a Paul. I was a, t- a tiered mess in the cinemas when I went and saw this, and I was like, fine. and I was like sixteen, yeah, because we had Labradors when yeah. I grew up. It was too, it was too close to home, and yeah. I, I said to the seven-year-old, "Oh no, this is a grown-up movie." Which it un- really doesn't look like. What which one unfortunately is. Yeah. only made him more curious. Of about course, it. it became it became that thing of I've said the complete wrong thing here because now he's wanting to know why, and we had to explain that it shows the whole life of a dog. Yeah, we had to explain what the movie was, and then he thought, well, I'll watch it now. I've I've heard what's coming, and he did start watching it, and we very much hit bedtime at exactly where Marley starts to be too old to walk up the yeah. stairs. We were like, all right, bedtime now, guys. What a fun story sleep, that sleep, was. Sleep. All right. Yeah. And now we're going to get in contact with Netflix and see if they'll remove it in time for us to never have to deal with this ever again. In his eyes, essentially, it's the world's most expensive documentary where they've gotten Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston to play the leads, and it's yep. just a dog's life. Yeah, great. <laughs> and Why he not? lives happily ever after. That's how it works. Well, the seven-year-old isn't even old enough to watch PG stuff by himself. Like, he doesn't even fit into that category. Parental guidance is recommended, yeah. and had I been guiding, it, that movie would not have been recommended. I can understand also why, because I'm having a look at the poster. It looks very much looks like, like a it, kid's movie. It does. The kid's leading them along. It looks like Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston and up to absolutely no good. It seems like it's going to be a fantastic time. 13, and it is for most of it. 13, that's the problem. It is for like 90% of it. And then the dog dies. 131060 is a number to call. Mm. When have you accidentally walked in on a kid watching a movie they should not have been watching? Mm. When did you as a kid accidentally hit play on a movie you should not have been watching and completely and totally got away with it? Maybe it was you, me, and Dupree. 
Maybe. Because I've looked that up now. That was Kate Hudson. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine was The Shining. And, oh. And my dad... I, well, he gave he gave me the DVD, but I just don't think he remembered giving me the DVD. Mm, if you get what I mean, yeah. he was like, "Hey, mate, it's your birthday!" Here yeah, you go. And okay, I was like, yeah. "Wow, this movie's rated MA." And then I started watching it. And I was like, ah! <laughs> "And my dad was like, oh, crap! Did I, why did I give you that?'" My MA movie was a little bit different. Uh, my parents didn't see the rating, uh, and as you may have heard before, the theme song to this show is the Thunderbirds theme song. Uh, Team, Team America. America, yeah, good stuff. Team America, World Police. When I was about thirteen years yeah. old. Because my parents thought it was like a puppet movie. You really have to pay attention to what they're saying, <laughs> yeah. not what they look yeah, like exactly. in that movie. <laughs> uh, we are asking right now after Carrie's seven-year-old uh, last night started watching started watching Marley and Me without us being quite aware of, oh, fun dog movie, oh, my God, it's Marley and Me. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, what is a fun dog movie because they all end in eventually, like, and this is what happens to dogs. Yeah. And it's like, why are we doing this? Why do I need to know? Is that Disney movie, like, Good Dogs Go to Heaven? Is that? Is all that, Dogs Go to all Heaven. All Dogs Go to Heaven? Yeah, what do you think that's well, about? Even at the end of that, that's got to be good. <laughs> What's dog heaven? Like fire hydrants and yeah. tennis balls and... Your homework today is to watch that and get back to me and tell me if I you think know, the I've ending never seen of it. I've no, never no. Seen and it. I have, and yeah. the ending is probably one of the saddest oh, things for that's God ever happened. Sake, stop put- making these movies about yeah. dogs. So a truly sick deviant drew that yeah. and was like, I'm going to make every single person who sees this sad. 131060 <laughs> is the number to call right now. All yeah. you need to do is get on the phone and tell us exactly. What movie did you uh, watch without your parents really realising? Yeah. Or what one did they accidentally let slip through the gaps because they were just like, ah, whatever. That Ashley's on the line from uh, Michelago. How are you, Ashley? Good, thanks, guys. Oh, How are you going? Yes, good. Thank Very you, Ashley. Very well, thank now, you, Ashley. did this happen in your life? Yes. Yeah, so when I was growing up, um, I was probably in about grade four, maybe grade five, but pretty young. And so, yeah. mum had said no to American Pie's video, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I was too curious. So I had waited till mum had left and asked dad, you know, Asleep, half asleep on the lounge. Hey, Dad, can I watch this? Yeah, of course you can. Mm. Um, I've rewatched it as an adult, and safe yeah. to say, a lot of things went over my head. Oh yeah, yeah. that's to say, yeah. Mum was incredibly unhappy. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's probably yeah. a good thing that most of the stuff went over your head. I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, that movie has not aged well either. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that means, what, wait. So you're year four, year nine, ten. Probably it's a bit yeah, too early. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Very curious, man. Wanted to know what, you know, one one time at band camp, and that became my new thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very foggy out there this morning. So, so foggy. Take it nice and easy out on the roads. But speaking of somebody who could not take it easy this morning when they woke up, Ned. Yep, that's exactly right. I did drive here very safely you got because it. You got it. I, my nightmare scenario is that I can't see like 10 yeah. feet in front of me. And so that I'm was like, what I, you probably faced this morning if you were anything like my drive to work. A hundred percent. I was very nervous of cyclists. So I was like, you know what? Despite the fact that I am running insanely late, got to be careful. I um, had an awful morning this morning where I woke up at about 3.30. Yep, that'll happen. Um, because my dog... Um, I feel bad for him kicking him off the bed at the moment because it's so cold and I know that he like makes a little nest for himself in my bed and then goes to sleep. The problem is that like because he's a staffy and he's incredibly needy and I yep. know this about him, but he will like not tu- not not touching me is not good enough for him. He's like mm-hmm. I need to be touching you if we're in the bed. I need to like push myself towards you. And because I hate being like someone touching me while I'm asleep, I always move a lot aside, and then before I know, I'm out of the bed. Yep. And Staffy has a full queen size bed for yeah. himself. Yeah. Somehow he's still going like. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I'm like, why? What? What could you possibly I think it's be anxious because about? They don't have enough fur. 
I think, I Sta- think, so I think too, Staffies, yeah. they probably pretend they're okay, but yeah. I don't think they are. It's I think probably- we've, we've given them in the terms of breeding them to be yeah. the way. We, they don't have enough fur. We've stuffed it up for them. Certainly not for Canberra. It's probably the same noise that a Sphinx cat would make if yep. they made cat- mm-hmm. noises. It'd be like, eh, 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 so oily. I'm so exposed. I'm sad. I'm really so oily and greasy. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. Sphinx cats are really oily. Well, I mean, it's like, would you prefer that or would you prefer like dried, like chapped lip skin on a cat? I don't want a slick cat. That, that I mean, feels that's like fair a, enough. That feels like a ball bag. Yeah. There's no way. I don't understand. It does certainly I seem like... I don't understand Sphinx cats, I'll that, be honest. I it, think they're yeah. adorable, but I also don't get wanting one. If you, I think, talk to anyone who owns a Sphinx cat, it does... I say, have. They, 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 they love having Sphinx cats. No, I know, but I feel like it is a delicate dance for them to do, go get around the fact that they feel like genitalia. <laughs> they, they're, 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 they're domestic yeah. animal of yeah. choice yeah. feels like, uh, yes. Yes. Yep. Private parts. <laughs> and I feel like getting them to describe what their cat is is a very delicate dance of them getting around it. Quick catch for what I want to know. Just the straight order of priorities that went out the window when you realised you woke up super late this morning. So, Do you st- did you still have a shower? I had a shower, but it was like a pits and bits shower. Oh, yeah, so super quick. Didn't wash my face, didn't wash my hair, and I hate that. It did makes barely, me feel so gross. Barely even get to, uh, time for the water to get warm. Yeah, no, yeah, sort of a, sort of a semi-cold in. shower. Yeah, yep. okay. Uh, any food consumed? No, no way. Any coffee consumed? Tell you what, food was consumed by something I spoke about yesterday. Had a car snack on the way here. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. so, so muesli bar covered. in the car. Had a Nutrigain bar on the way here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yep. no coffee, nothing like that. I barely had time to feed Lenny, but I was like, I know you he'll... did feed Lenny. I did. I was like, he'll make this my problem if I don't do this. Yeah. Well, it's already your problem. He's already created this yeah. all for <laughs> you. Yeah, it does certainly seem like that. You have yeah. a spare room, do you not? Yes. And that has a bed in it that no one ever sleeps in, does it not? Correct. Make that Lenny's room. That is and Lenny's this, room. This, well, then lock him in there. Yeah. Again. <laughs> give the, him some yeah. water, give him some food, and yeah. just lock him in there. I will have to figure out a way to, again, sleep through. <laughs> <laughs> Earplugs. Earplugs. You know what? You've actually fixed my yeah. problem. <laughs> Ned, the 75th Primetime Emmy Awards have just announced their nominations. It's a bit... Uh, maybe it's time for the uh, the Hollywood Minute. We're about to get very much Hollywood. This is all of your favourite TV shows throughout the year that get, like, your best supporting actors, your best leading actresses, your best TV shows, your best comedy series. There's, like, so many awards in the Emmys, I feel like. Super confusing because the Golden Globes give out movie, movie and TV awards. Yeah. So I always, as a kid, thought the Golden Globes were a big thing. But, no, the Emmys are, like, the Oscars for TV. Yeah. They're, they're the big ones. They're the, the ones that night. people really care about. Um, and... And lots of shows I love have been nominated for awards. What are you most stoked about getting nominated? Last of Us. Last of Us. Really? Essentially, if you're involved in that show, you've been nominated for an Emmy. That's good. Like, so we're talking Murray Bartlett and Nick Offerman for their incredible performances. Of They've been nominated. Um, Pedro Pascal, obviously. Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey. It's absolutely exactly what should have happened. Everybody involved in that show, including Australian Anna Torv, have been nominated for Emmys. That's pretty good. It's exciting. Anna's in like one episode, I think. So. Well, that's rude because she's in three, no, but that's, that's fine. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, when you were like The Last of Us, I'm like, this coming from the guy who got to episode, I think, six, and was like, ah, I'll just get to the rest later. I'm loving it. But this is the same thing I feel about Succession. I haven't seen the end of That's Succession true. yet, and it, pretty much the same thing. If you've been involved in Succession, you've been nominated. Sarah Snook has been nominated. I'm I'm reading through these nominations this morning before I got out of bed, mm. and something dawned on me. I am too invested in television. Yeah, I'd say so. And the reason for that is I was reading the Emmy nominations 
with like butterflies in my stomach. That's too much. Like yeah. I was getting excited yeah. for the shows I liked, yeah. and I was sitting there going, "This is bizarre," because I don't know any of these people. And you're not even a producer I'm either. Not, I'm not involved in the production of television. Yeah. I just all I do is very much consume television. You don't even have you have no invested interest in that. Like it would be nice that if you bought a box set of this TV show once, it would said like 17 time Emmy winners. This show, yeah. mm-hmm. it, that really is the only way that this affects you in I'm any sort of notable on- way. I always make fun of people online who comment and get upset and yeah. all that sort of stuff because I think you know it's a it's a it's entertainment. You're not supposed to get it. But this morning, it was like I was personally invested in the White Lotus. Yeah. Like when I started to say, I was like, oh, they've put that in drama instead of comedy. That one, that's going to be an uphill battle for them. And then I started to see them getting nominated for everything in the drama category. I'm like, oh, no, they're doing brilliantly. This is a great idea. This is. Uh, yes, on paper, insanely dumb. It's, yes, uh, yes, it's a silly thing mm-hmm, to care about because, mm-hmm. by the way, the most important part of it's already been released. It's already done. Yeah, like I've the, seen the, the show. The show that yeah, you love and yeah. the show they're being rewarded for is completely out. It's That's done. why they're being nominated for it. I will say, however, though, this does like sort of give me the same vibes of like drafts in any sort of sport mm. where it's like, all right, these team gets to pick first and it's like, oh, my God, they've taken a wild yeah. pick. It does usually like... What follows that is an entire season of yeah. the sport that yeah, you're about to watch. You haven't seen the guy really play yet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, it's like it's all done. It's like they gave out the awards at the end. Yeah, which, they I mean, did the draft at the end. Exactly yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So it's a little confusing. But that's what I will say it's to a my good like, analogy. people like my dad who are like, why do you care that Elizabeth Moss has been nominated again for The Handmaiden's Tale? And I'm like, you just don't get it, do you? Yeah. The same way as I don't care who is the 15th draft pick for Essendon this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't care less. It, different strokes for different folks. But Brian and Cox deserves his nomination for I Succession. Will, I will say, however, even even though I've said different strokes for different folks, and you've given a great analogy, I am holding on too tight. And I'm yeah, going no, to, for let, you, you I am going to let go. Yeah. If my dad was like, I got stomach uh, butterflies in my stomach about the footy draft, I'd also be like, get another hobby. Yeah. And your dad has absolutely in his life at some point had that. I'm sure he does it every year. (laughs) Now, look, obviously local councils, uh, governments, oftentimes will go to their constituents for help with naming things. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. You don't want to upset your constituents or is that what the voting public are? I believe we are. We are the constituents. I thought constituents were like other people who'd been elected. But either way, it's like you... No, no, we're the constituents. I know that much for sure. And uh, the... We're like... I guess it's like the government... the Democratic version of subjects. Yeah. So like the king has subjects, <laughs> yeah. uh, a prime minister would have constituents. So, so constituency I've, is Australia. A good way to um, not annoy all of your constituents is turning it over to them, being like, yeah. this is your decision. So even if you don't like it, just know at the end of the day, I didn't make it. Can I have mixed mixed things? Like, you know, we have some incredibly meaningful uh, historic heritage names and all that sort of stuff that are put forward from, you know, things from thousands of years ago here in this country. And it's absolutely brilliant when you see Beautiful. that happen. It can also go all the way through to Bodie McBoatface, which I'm is... So yeah, me the, too. Me too. In terms of like, it. played out jokes on the internet, it's done. XY McXY face done. has to be the most tired joke on the internet guy at the moment. The ACT government never needs our help again with naming things, in my opinion. And You've, uh, They've nailed it so well that you don't think they ever need our help again. We have a brand new, this is all automatically a pretty cool thing, a brand new electric street sweeper. Um, so it doesn't make any noise. It just goes along. Well, it means the brushes hitting the street makes noise, but it doesn't do the big anymore. Yeah. It just goes and sweeps the street. If you've ever been around a street sweeper, you know exactly what we're talking that about. One in like Garima Place is bizarrely loud. I don't yeah. know whether it's the buildings around it that cause it to echo. Yeah. But this new electric one. 
Its name, Sweeping Beauty. That's really good. It is really good. That's really, it's really, really, good. really good. <laughs> to the point where I, I don't think we ever need to worry about yeah. them naming anything again. Obviously, whoever's in charge, yeah. as long as this person stays in charge... We're fine. Yeah, look, I 100% agree. They've clearly taken in the gravity of naming something like this and the opportunities you could take in and the pure punnage that could come with it. So the fact that they've nailed it this hard and there were this many opportunities, I 100% agree. Let's look at it. It's a pun. Obviously, it's a pun. Sweeping, sleeping, fantastic. It's beautiful. But it's also meaningful because this thing is quiet. So quiet that you have to stay asleep while it goes past. And it's beautiful. It's it's, it's beautiful in its technology. How it helps the environment, how it helps us keep our streets clean. It actually sweeps. And there is beauty. They have nailed this it works in every on way. about seven different yeah. levels. And the genius... I, I would love to interview the person who named it. I'd love to have them in the studio. I'd love to get them a crown. I'd love to get them a sash. I'd like to tell them they are the best at naming things in Canberra. I think that this, we, what we might find, is what I have a feeling a lot of people who write books for grade nine English classes mm. are, in that they wrote a book and then the teacher is like, and the way they described the curtains were greeny bluish yeah. is a real... Uh, a reflection of the envy and greed of the character. I reckon the author's like, huh? I just came up with a funny name. I just had to have like two colours of a curtain. Yeah. I reckon we'll track this person down and they're like, oh, I literally watched Sleeping Beauty the night before. Let me be clear. Yeah. I don't care <laughs> if this was a complete fluke. Yeah. Crown and Sash <laughs> waiting here for you at Hit 104.7. <laughs> Come on down and collect it. Sweeping Beauty for our street sweeper. Brilliant naming. <laughs> Josh, sucks to find out news that's pretty sad, but it feels sort of good to know <laughs> no, I love that. it. Yeah. yeah Air right into it. I was going to say, it's a pretty controversial opinion over here from my camp. But sad news is bad. Sad news is bad news, but it's a little bit good when you find out that it's like, it's like, for example, the dinosaur news. It's like they're all wiped out. It sucks to know that at one point there was these enormous lizards that were roaming around that are cooler than any animal that are on the earth currently right now. At the same time, nothing we could have done about it. Great to know we weren't responsible. Exactly right. It was completely, it was the universe's fate for those poor, I'd say poor the other dinosaurs. silver lining is we would also absolutely not be the top of the food chain if they existed. Yeah. So it would have been hard to get ours off the ground. Yeah, it would have been hard around. to build a A380, for example. Well. While constantly evading velociraptors. Some scientists, uh, some undisclosed scientists, which mm, I think they know what they're doing. Yeah, here, okay. Have decided to... Unveil, I guess, to the general public that the cutest um, penguins that probably have ever existed, the ridiculously cute little penguins that were found because they found two, like, not not carcasses, because when I tell you how old they are, fossils uh, of like a, a, a like a male and a female of this penguin that doesn't exist anymore. Where do they make? What do they make fairy penguins look? They make they're like a smaller. They look a lot like fairy penguins, but they're like a smaller, cuter fairy penguin. Apparently, so like an even little fairy penguin. Exactly a right. Fairy fairy a penguin. Fairy a fairy mm, penguin. Yep. Exactly right. Tinkerbell um, Peach. They uh, penguin went fully extinct three million years ago. Cool. Well, not cool, but... Yeah. What, what, yeah, why do I need to know about now, that? Now, well, show me. Do, do they have an artist's rendering of what yeah, this penguin say, would have looked like? They don't have photos, but they have, like, a painting of I would what imagine an photos. would imagine they thought they look like. Oh, they're adorable. Yeah. yeah, they do. They just look like little fairy penguins. And, and the, the, the verbiage that they're using... Um, Roughly three million years ago, these tiny penguins toddled around oh, New Zealand. Using toddled as a word is I adorable. I didn't need to too, know, yet. A, that these penguins now no longer exist. 
B, the cuteness that they were, which is apparently ridiculous levels. And three, I don't need to know that they toddled around. Yeah, toddled. Say the ugliest penguins that have ever walked around three million years ago fumbled their way around a beach until they eventually went extinct. They also spat venom out of their yeah. eyes. Like something like, just add that so we don't get sad. They were, smelt like raw sewage and yeah. their noises were... Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. There Perfect. we go. That's what we need. Not toddled around. Toddled around. Oh, And the fact that anything that toddled to be extinct. Exactly. It sucks, but at the same time, it does feel nice to know that this isn't like a dodo, Tasmanian tiger, yeah, and a woolly it. mammoth. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, they did this to themselves. Totally. Yeah, we can Mea wipe culpa. out. We, did, we <laughs> did not do that. It feels good because this, I mean, in today's day and age, almost never happens. Never, ever happens. If something bad happens to the environment, yeah. we're not responsible for it. So this is great. I have a feeling that we will go like, they're like finding this stuff on this beach. They're mm-hmm. like uncovering fossils. I feel like we're only like maybe a year away from them uncovering like a BP Bowser or something that yeah. was no, next no, to no, it. No, no, like, no, 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 no. How the hell? This we're was not resp- years We're ago. not responsible what for happened? it. <laughs> Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. How do scientists, when they find fossils like this, know, know yeah. conclusively that this, these just weren't two baby penguins? <laughs> this is what I don't That's know. It's a brand new species of extra little yeah. penguin. You're like, you sure you didn't find fossils of a, of a baby penguin? This is exactly the same thing as snails. There's yep. like snails that like the difference between them is like two bones. And I'm like, what if those two bones just like disintegrated? Someone trod on the snail and they just are gone. And then we're like, ooh, a new species. This new snail had two extra bones because it was just born a bit bit different. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. Maybe these were just smaller penguins that were adorable. Lazy day at the penguin fossil (laughs) archive, I reckon. (laughs) Josh, Bluey seems like it's an absolutely something I'm missing out on at the moment. Yep. Seems rad. It does from the very few bits of it I've watched. Seems yep. great. That seems, seems absolutely good. fantastic. And the messages in it are always so good. And the way it makes the kids feel is great. It's yeah, great. I like it. I've seen bits and pieces of it on TikTok of like explaining death and explaining passing on and explaining very adult themes in a way that kids can kind of understand them. It's also kind of a good way for you to connect with your kids, I feel like. Just seems great. But I've also the good seen. thing about TV is it's not really going anywhere. So when I have kids, I'll just be like, hey, yep. look at this. Here's some bluey. Here's and some bluey. The great news for us as Australians is something to be proud of because it's a massive export to the world. Ameri- yeah. Americans love bluey. Not since the Wiggles have we really no. infected the We've world with it. our Australian... Um, uh, Blue's had, like, in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, like a balloon. Makes sense. That's it's huge. Like, it is, and it's, I enjoy right there it as with well. Elmo. Exactly. Right along their side as Snoopy is Bluey. Two dogs taking over the world. I do like that because it is, like, so big in America that Americans are trying to have to figure out what Australians mean by the things yeah. they say. Mm-hmm. Enjoying that part of it as well because it adds to the mystique of being Australian, which I like. There is an episode that came out, I think, a while ago. So it's not, like, necessarily recent, but it's one that parents have gone back and rediscovered because they think that there is, like, a hidden meaning behind this episode. Um, If you would like to watch it, it's season three, episode 22. It's called Whale Watching. All right? Mm Mm-hmm. They don't go actual whale watching in the episode. They're not actually going and seeing a humpback whale, a blue whale, a sperm whale, nothing like that. What's going on is that... Through the episode, it sort of suggested that Chili and Bandit, the parents of Bluey, have had a rather large night the night before. Oh, they hung over. And a hungover oh, wow. to high hell. Mm. <laughs> and so they are both playing the role of whales. Mm-hmm. They're very dehydrated. They're like rolling around. They're going like... <laughs> yeah, great. They're like, a whale's favourite fruit is nachos and sour cream. Why don't you go and get me some? And they're like oh, eating nachos yeah. on the ground. And they're like, oh, let's not be too loud. And then the girls That's- like 
Brilliant. Bandit and Bluey are like, are you guys sick? And they're like, we're not sick, we're just sleepy yeah. or something. This is great. And the reason this is great <laughs> is because I'm starting to discover, as because uh, Carrie's got two boys under 10, my partner, uh, yeah. hangover is a very foreign concept to kids. Of course. They there's nothing it. that they can they compare it to. And it really, nothing, nothing on earth than two excited kids who are happy to see you and want to have a great day yeah. makes you... Less sympathetic to yourself about a hangover because you're like, I did this to myself. Of course, these kids don't deserve me being sluggish today. I did this to my, but you still need to be sick. Obviously, not at the moment because it's school holidays. But yeah, telling a kid on a Saturday Mm -hmm. or a Sunday, hey, we're just not going to do anything until about midday. It's not their fault. And then we're going to go get Maccas. That doesn't really. They're like, this is the two days off I get a week. So how about we actually go and do something fun? Yeah, how about we not though? Yeah, but how about we just all sit here and how about and now thanks once again into Bluey, we yeah. can point to something and just go, how about we go whale watching? Yeah. How about you get some nachos and sour cream? Yeah. How about you just essentially bring dad a blanket on the yeah, ground and fantastic. leave him alone? That'll do. <laughs> that'll do. Take as much money you need out of and my wallet way, and leave me the hell alone. Turn down the Bluey because the voices <laughs> are very high-pitched and that is hurting my ears right now. <laughs> but... Right now we are deep in a mysterious mood on a very foggy Thursday morning here in the nation's capital. That is correct. What is going to happen is whoever we have on the phone is going to choose one of us to leave the studio. That's how much power we give you in this game. You get to choose to eliminate one of the co-hosts. It's not a mystery to me who's on the phone. It's Emily from Banks. How are you, Emily? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. You're very very joyous, Emily. Emily? Oh, that's great. Gold on you, I wish, wish you could bottle that up. Yeah. <laughs> Sell it. That would be wonderful. I promise you that you are the light in people's life, Emily. Right now. Yeah, right if now. I can tell by you saying, hey, guys, good, uh, yeah, it seems like you're a pretty good person to have around, Emily. Yep. We're loving having you a part of the show. Unfortunately, it is for mysterious purposes, though. And unfortunately, Em, you are going to have to make an enemy out of one of us because you're going to have to choose either Josh or myself to leave the studio right now. Yeah, fair enough. Yes, yes, yes. It's a longer, it's a longer walk for yes, me. Yes, yes. All right, I'm off. I'm always the one that has to leave. God, I'm excited about this. I feel like you and I have similar em- uh, energies, Emily, as well. I feel like Josh is more, I say this a lot, and I'll say this under my breath because he's out of the studio. Um, Josh is more of like a, a Bert, and I'm more of an Ernie, I feel like. You know what I mean? I'm more of a dog, and he's more of a cat. <laughs> yeah, I like dogs better than cats. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Me too. So good on us, Emily. Look at us having so much fun. You know what? We could make this the Ned and Emily show, and it would be easier than you think. Um, okay, here you go, Emily. Here are your words. Or your, just your one word, okay? Your word what? is rugby, all right? Okay. Is that okay? You can fit that into just... Yep. All you have to do is make up a shortish story with that, okay? Yep, no worries. Perfect. Love it. Come back in, Joshua. Or should I say cat? Am I right, Emily? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like this one bit. Yeah. That was far too long. Yeah, that I, was far uh, too long. We just made some analogies where I was like, yeah. I feel like you and I are similar people. You know what? I, want, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to ruin the in-jokes that Emily and I might have. I, can I guess what it was after we've had heard Emily's story? Yeah, sure, okay. sure, 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 sure. I just sure, know sure. you so well. Okay. Right. Go, Emily. Emily, take it away. Tell us your story. Weekend, my son was playing rugby for uh, Canberra, and he and he managed to uh, score at least three tries. Mm. Mm. Is that the story? That can absolutely. I mean, it, the word the, that the word was in there. Why don't you take it away? What do you think, Joshua? What do you think mm. the word was? Was the word rugby? Oh uh, yeah, it was. 
It yeah, was the word. Yeah. Thank you very much. I will say, Emily. I think rugby, you faltered immediately after rugby, Emily. I think yeah. that's why it gave it away. I. So sorry. No, you nailed that for Emily, me. Yeah. I was happy with that. I will say, Emily, even if I hadn't given you the word, I probably would have been able to pick the word. <laughs> but at the same time, I've not had more fun with a caller in recent memory. You and I have had an absolute blast. Now, you want to guess what was You've said You've won the you? tickets to the Mogo Wildlife Park anyway, Emily, yes. so congratulations there. No, no dramas at all. Uh, Ned called me Cat. And my my guess is he was comparing us to cat dog and saying that I was cat from cat dog and he was dog and yeah. you guys are dog and I'm cat. Is that what was happening, Emily? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. I like dogs better than cats. Yeah. yeah. And okay. I was like, Josh is more of a cat, not a cat person, yeah, but yeah, he's more yeah, of a yeah. cat person. No dramas. What I actually no said dramas, was Emily. you're more of a Bert and I'm more of an Ernie is what I actually said. Oh, yeah, said. that's the classic. Yeah, definitely. It's ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous all And then around. I suggested that we could get rid of you all together and it could be the Ned and Emily show, and I said that that would be easier people. than Emily could ever imagine. I was going to say, I think a few people would be very excited about that idea. Uh, you know what? Yay, Mystery mention will be back next week. Thank you, Emily. <laughs> Josh had not something that great happened to me yesterday. Pretty embarrassing, quite frankly. Um, Good. Tell us all about it. Be I, as detailed as you can. And I will be as detailed as I can. That's kind of the problem is... I can only be so detailed about this thing. I yeah. own be detailed about the way it made you feel. I want to hear. Okay. I want to hear about how awful you felt. I felt embarrassed, yeah, and great. I more, honestly more, felt any more emotions, any adjacent emotions. Yes, shame. I felt shame. Yeah, mm-hmm. I felt like I let someone do you feel, down. Do you feel small? Yeah. What's this becoming for you? Sorry, I'll like, shut up. This I'll is shut like up. taking on no, a very no, weird life of its that's own okay. for you. That's okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'll shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Please do, because I enjoy seeing you as my friend still. So, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> I own some stuff that looks cool that I don't understand. Yeah, so sports memorabilia. Sports memorabilia. Yeah, really. <laughs> Usually with songs and bands and music, I can, like, if I've bought it and it looks cool, it takes next to no effort to, like, listen to mm-hmm. an album and be like, hey, this is pretty good. Great. No worries. Now, if someone comes up to me in the street, I can be like, I know in utero as well as never mind. Yeah. Aren't okay. I just yeah. the biggest mm-hmm. Nirvana fan there ever was? Um, that's also. <laughs> that is what people do, though. Not yeah. the example I wanted to use. There is, you have accurately predicted exactly what it is. Unless your name ends in Jordan, probably don't, aren't aware of what you've done in the sporting world. Mm-hmm. I am aware of. Not much to do with basketball. I know the Chicago Bulls were. I really enjoyed the last dance. I paid attention to like that very brief time period in Chicago's basketball history. And then outside of that, I don't care at all. Yeah. I own a green beanie that I really enjoy wearing that is for a team called the uh, Seattle Supersonics. Yeah. Yeah. They are referenced in an Ice Cube song. I Mm -hmm. think it's a good day that he says the Raiders beat the Supersonics or something. Mm Mm-hmm. I, Why did you say they're a basketball team? Yeah, and no, the Raiders are a football team. I understand yeah, yeah. that. I've also stuffed that up. Matter, yeah, I think matter, he says matter. the Lakers beat yeah, the Supersonics. Anyway, I know nothing about the Supersonics other than, mm-hmm. and this is only because I've had to learn it because this has been such an embarrassing thing that keeps happening to me. Yes. I like the color of the beanie. It's like a dark green. I really enjoyed it. I love that beanie. The Seattle Supersonics don't exist anymore. Mm. They like stopped becoming a team in 2008, and they became the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's sort of what happens in the NBA where like a, a city can just buy your team out from underneath you and then it's no longer that team why anymore. Why is it not the Supersonics? That's such a cooler name. Uh, I think I, – I actually don't know other than they moved to Oklahoma and they're like, we want to sort of rid ourselves of like the name. Supersonic name. Something so we'll that just... makes people think of tornadoes. I don't know why you do yeah, that if you're Oklahoma. But anyway, Oklahoma it doesn't City matter. Thunder. It doesn't matter. Um, my girlfriend, Sam, mm. loves wearing this beanie and wore it to work yesterday. Wore it to work yesterday and wearing it around. 
guy to work. Doesn't she work in a place where you need to wear hard hats? Well, yeah, she, she, yeah. Why is she wearing a beanie? Because she works in the office place. Oh, she, doesn't, right, okay. she doesn't work in the... They don't have to wear hard hats she in, doesn't the work in the office. They don't that's take the entire side. office to... Because nah, she works for a plumbing company. <laughs> they don't take all the office to someone's house and like, I'll just work from this guy's bedroom for the day. How's that sound, everyone? I'm being, I'm being yeah. purposely obstructionist. I apologise. <laughs> Continue with your story. <laughs> she was wearing it. This is unfortunately what happens. She's taken it outside of the realm of my comfortability where I know how to cover up if someone goes, Hey, the Supersonics. A guy at work has gone, hey, the Supersonics. And she's gone, don't know, but my boyfriend Oh, would, no, because no, this no. Is his, this is his jump, a beanie. Oh, no. Gets me on the phone. No. And this guy's like, oh, mate, how good were the seats? Because oh, this is a, so embarrassing. This is why it sucks. And this is why it's worse than just embarrassment. It is. It's so much worse. Because this guy she's clearly tried, oh. knows enough about the Super Seattle Supersonics to know that they're not a team anymore and clearly felt a passionate way about them. And he's excited because he's like, you never see Seattle Supersonics merch anymore because it's not a team anymore. Think Gets about excited. And then I have to essentially go, oh, hey, mate. Yeah, I don't. I like green. That's it. That's why I wear the I like beanie. beanies and I like, I like green. green. I know nothing about this team that got you excited. Think I'm so about, sorry. Think about what has to go into it. Think about your office. Think about somebody at your office for you to notice that they're wearing something you like mm. and you have to like it enough for then that person to say, hey, here's my phone. Mm-hmm. Talk to my boyfriend about it because he's mm. the one that really likes it. And you say yes to that whole interaction. Mm. You're obviously a big fan. Mm-hmm. And then to get Ned on the other end of the phone. Huh? <laughs> that's like, uh, that's the one where they use the orange balls, isn't it? Isn't the big Supersonic ones. a Transformer? I thought that's what it was. <laughs> I oh. thought Oklahoma City Thunder was that like is, a move from that Street is the Fighter. Best story I've heard. That was exactly as detailed as I needed it to be. Thank oh. you very much, my friend. And now I've relived it. I I'll feel be listening the to the podcast later today. Fantastic. If you see me wearing anything, assume I know nothing about it. Right. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canvas Hit One Hundred Four Point Seven.